and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar. You know, the more I study the Bible, the more I realize that every single book from Genesis to Revelation all point to Jesus. In the Old Testament, Jesus is predicted. In the New Testament, he is revealed, preached, explained, and expected. You find him everywhere because Jesus is the hero of the entire Bible. I've covered most of the New Testament, and you can find those studies on my blog. This next series is a hunt for Jesus in the Old Testament. It's how God's story becomes our story when we invite him into our lives. It will help us get to know God better, more intimately. And that's what he wants. He wants a relationship with us. Yes, you and me. I pray that as you hear this message, it will inspire you to study the Bible daily for yourself. Seek the truth. I pray that God opens your heart, eyes, and mind to study what his spirit is trying to tell you. And as you become rooted in the word, you'll also be rooted in hope, joy, and peace. Let's dig in. First Chronicles chapters 1 and 2. The importance of lineage from Adam to Jesus Messiah. And this is part one of this. Because the first few chapters of Chronicles just chronicle the lineage. Several years ago, I dug into my family's ancestry. I knew one of my mom's cousins was a well-known socialist revolutionary in Spain. For some reason, she was proud of him. Yet on my dad's side, I discovered my great-grandfather helped abolish slavery in Puerto Rico. Now that's something to brag about. When it comes to Jewish history, it was important that the lineage of the Messiah lead from King David then further back to Adam, then even further, I mean, Abraham, then further back to Adam. We get that in the first chapters of Chronicles. Written by Ezra after the exile, it's a journal of the history of the Jews. So let's dig in. Note, since we've covered most of the other books in the Old Testament, I've linked the names of some of these people to the respective historical accounts so you can dig deeper. Now you got to go over to my blog. The link is in the show notes. Some are great stories, some are terrible stories, but they all had an impact on what goes on in the world today, as well as our salvation through Jesus Messiah. Keep in mind, history does repeat itself if we don't learn from it. First Chronicles 1, from Adam to Noah's sons. The descendants of Adam were Seth, Enosh, Kenan, Malhala, Jared, Enoch, Methuselah, Lamech, and Noah. The sons of Noah were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now, I'm going to attempt to read as many of these names as possible, but some of them are really like, I'm just going to just keep going. So again, you could, I recommend you do click on over to my blog so you can actually see all these names. And the ones I'm going to read are the ones that are really important uh, with um, uh, actually what's going on now. Um, okay, the descendants of Japheth. The descendants of Japheth were Gomer. Magog, Madai, Javan, Tubal, Meshach, and Tiras. The descendants of Gomer were Ashkenaz, Ripha, Tagamah. The descendants of Javan were Elisha, Tarshish, Kittim, and Rodanim. The descendants of Ham. The descendants of Ham were Cush, Mizraim, Put, and Canaan. The descendants of Cush were Seba, Havilah, Sabda, Ramah, Saptica, the descendants of Rama were Sheba and Dedan. Cush were also, was also the ancestor of Nimrod, 
who was the first heroic warrior on earth. Mizraim was the ancestor to the Ludites, the Anamites, the Lehabites. Okay, where the Philistines came from. Canaan's oldest son was Sidon, the ancestor of the Sidonians. Canaan was also the ancestor of the Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites, the Gergesites, the Hivites, the Archetites, and the Sinites, and more of those ites. Descendants of Shem. The descendants of Shem were Elam, Asher, um, and Aram. Two others on the Aram. The descendants of Aram were Uz, Hull, Gether, and Mash. Um, there were some more there. Eber, then um, the father of Eber. Eber had two sons. The first was named uh, Peleg, which means division. For during his lifetime, the people of the world were divided into different language groups. His brother's name was Joktan. Joktan was the ancestor of Almodad, and onward and onward, and wonder, Obal, Sheba, your Sheba, um, Ophir, Havilah, Jobab, all these were descendants of Joktan. So this is the family line descended from Shem, Eber, Peleg, Ru, um, Sirug, Nahor, Terah, and Abram, later known as Abraham. Now, the descendants of Abraham. The sons of Abraham were Isaac and Ishmael. These are their genealogical records. The sons of Ishmael were, okay, these are all Abdeel, Mishma, Duma, Massa, Hadad, Tima, Jatur, Nefish. And these were all, these were the sons of Ishmael. The sons of Keturah, Abraham's concubine, were Zimram, Jokshan, Medan, Midian, um, Ishbak, and Shua. The sons of Jokshan were Sheba and Dedan. The sons of Midian were Ephoth, um, Hefer, Attica, Bida, and Eldah. All were descendants of Abraham through his concubine, Keturah. Descendants of Isaac. Abraham was the father of Isaac. The sons of Isaac were Esau and Jacob, or were later named Israel. Descendants of Esau. The sons of Esau were Eliphaz, Ruel, Jeush, Jalem, and Korah. The descendants of Eliphaz were Teman, Omar, Zepho, uh, Galim, Kenaz, and Amalek, who was born to Timnah. The descendants of Ruel were Nahath, Shera, Shama, and Mizah. Original peoples of Edom. The descendants of Seir were <coughs> Lothan, Shobal, and a few others. Deshan is another one there. Uh, the descendants of Lothan were Horai, Hemam, Lothan's sister was Timna. The descendants of Shobal were um, Shepel and Onam. The descendants of Zibion were um, the two <coughs> Dishon, Karan, let's see, Urs. Um, and then the descendants of Dishan were Uz and Aram. Okay, rulers of Edom. These are the kings who ruled in the land of Edom before any king ruled over the Israelites. Bela, son of Beor, who ruled from this from his city of Dinhaba. When Bela died, Jobab, son of Zerah, from Basra, 
became king in his place. When Jobab died, Hashem from the land of the Temanites became king in his place. When Hashem died, Hadad's son of Bedad became king in his place and ruled from the city of Aftif. He was the one who destroyed the Midianite army in the land of Moab. When Hadad died, Samia, Samla, <coughs> from the city of Masrico became king in his place. Oh, these names. Um, when Shaul died, Balhanan, son of Akbor, became king in his place. When Balhanan died, so on and so forth and so on. And they, these are the clan leaders of Edom. <coughs> and from reading the prophets, we know what happened to Edom. Um, all right. Uh, First Chronicles chapter 2, the descendants of Israel, or Jacob. Were Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Zebulun, Dan, Joseph, Benjamin, Naphtali, Gad, and Asher, the 12 tribes of Israel, descendants of Judah. Judah had three sons from Bathsheba, a Canaanite woman. Their names were Ur, Onan, Shelah. But the Lord saw that the oldest son, Ur, was a wicked man, so he killed him. Later, Judah had twin sons from Tamar, his widowed daughter-in-law. Uh, another sordid story there. Their names were Perez and Zerah. So Judah had five sons in all. And Perez, I follow Perez, remember that name. The sons of Perez were Hezron and Hamul. The sons of, of Zerah were Zimri, Ethan, Heman, <clears throat> Calcol, Darda, five in all. The son of Carmi, a descendant of Zimri, was um, Achan, who brought disaster on Israel by taking plunder that had been set apart for the Lord. The son of Ethan was Azariah. From Judah's grandson, Hezron, to David. The sons of Hezron were Jeremiel, Ram, and Caleb. Ram was the father of Aminadab. Aminadab was the father of Nash, uh, Nashon, a leader of Judah. Nashon was the father of Salmon, 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 who married Rahab the prostitute in Jericho, and that's a by the way in there. And then Salmon was the father of Boaz, who married Ruth the Moabite. Boaz was the father of Obed, was the father of Jesse. Jesse's first son was Eliab, second son was Abinadab, third, uh, his third was Shemiah, his fourth was Nathanel, Nathanel, fifth was Radai, sixth was Ozim, and his seventh was David. Their sisters were named, and uh, yeah, and they had sons. Abigail married a man named Jether, an Ishmaelite, and they had a son named Amasa other descendants of Hezron. Hezron's son Caleb had sons from his wife Azuba from Jeroth. Her sons were named, and you can read those names on your own, Caleb married Ephathra, and they had a son named Hur, and Hur was the father of Uri, and Uri was the father of Bezalel. When Hezron was 60 years old, he married 
Gilead's sister, the daughter of Makir, they had a son named Segub, who was the father of Jair, who ruled 23 towns in the land of Gilead. But Geshur and Aram captured the towns of Jair and also took Kenath and its 60 surrounding villages. All these were descendants of Makir, the father of Gilead. Soon after Hezron died, the town of Caleb Ephathra, <coughs> his wife Abigail gave birth to a son named Asher, the father of Tekoa, descendants of Hezron, son of Jeremiel. The sons of Jeremiel, sons of Hezron, were Ram, the firstborn, Buna, keep going. Um, okay. Sons of Nahab, uh, Nadab, uh, going down the line, Selah died without children. <coughs> Son of Ishi was Shishan, and Shishan had a descendant named Halai. Uh, uh, um, Sons of Jadish, Shammai's brother, were Jether and Jonathan. Jether died without children, but Jonathan had two sons named Peleth and Zaza. These were all the descendants of Jeremiel. <coughs> and um, and we keep going, we keep going, we keep going, we keep going all the way down. Okay, so then we just keep going. You can keep all those names. <coughs> the descendants of Caleb, the brother of Jeremiel, included Misha, the firstborn, who became father of Ziph. Caleb's descendants also included the sons of, of Marishah, the father of Hebron. The sons of Hebron were Korah, um, uh, Tapua, Rechem, and Shema. Shema was the father of Raham. Raham was the father of Joachim. <coughs> I'm sorry with this cough. The allergies are acting up. The son of Shemai was Maon. Maon was the father of Benzer, Caleb's concubine. And we go on and on, and we finally end with these were all the descendants of Caleb. <laughs> More Caleb sons, uh, the people of Zora and Eshtel. Of her, the descendants of Salma were the people of Bethlehem, the Netophathites, and the other half of the Manathites and Zorites and the families of Scry living in Jabez. All these were Kenites who descended from Hamath, the father of the family of Recap. Oh my gosh. That's the end of chapter two. <coughs> oh my God, I'm sorry. So where is the Messiah? Oh my gosh. Well, we got to David, then the record went into a different lineage. Well, Pastor Sandy Adams explained. So first, let's come to chapter one. Verses, uh, I'm quoting, verses one through four cover about 1,500 years from the creation to after the flood. Remember, Adam lived 930 years. Evidently, conditions before the flood allowed people to live to long ages. That starts to change with Noah's family. Verses five to 28 trace the lineage of Noah's three sons. Verses five through seven, Miss Japheth's sons. Gomer fathered the Germans. Excuse me, the Germanic tribes, Magog, Russia, um, Madai, the Medes and Persians, Javan, Greece, and Tubal, the Turks. 
verses 8 through 16 track Ham's offspring. Cush apparently branched off into two families. Nimrod, Nimrod fathered the Babylonians. Cush <clears throat> is also associated with the Ethiopians. Mizraim were the Egyptians. Put was Libya and the Canaanites were the people who inhabited Israel before God gave the land to the Hebrews. Okay, I'm back. Had a little allergy, allergy coughing fit there. Okay, so <clears throat> we were um, going through Pastor Sandy Adams' kind of comments on all this stuff. And what was <clears throat> interesting is that a lot of these names, some um, stayed with the countries and some um the country names have been changed, but if you look at Bible prophecy, like the book of Elijah, you see these names come up. So let me, uh, so we don't, so we don't miss it here. So verses 17 to 28 speak of the sons of Shem. So Elam fathered the Persians, Ashur, the Assyrians, Arphaxad was the ancestor of Abram and Israel, Noah, Noah's three sons fathered the earth's three major people groups. Japheth fathered the Caucasian peoples. Shem sired the Oriental groups, including the Hebrews, and the descendants of Ham migrated to Africa. <clears throat> now, here's a, this is a side note on my end. See, if we all go back far enough, we're all related. All right, <clears throat> go back to Pastor Sandy Adams. First Chronicles 1, 1 through 29, takes us from Adam to Abraham, about 4,000 years. The rest of chapter 1 focuses on the family of Abraham. Remember, his original name was Abram, but God changed it to Abraham, and or father of many nations. Not only were the Israelites descendants of Abraham, but so were many of the nations scattered across the Middle East. Ishmael and the Arabs, the Midianites and the Edomites, even Sheba and the Dan, tribes of the Arabian Peninsula, were Abraham's descendants. Okay, now chapter two. Chapter two begins with Abraham's, and, and again, I'm quoting Pastor Sandy Adams. Chapter two begins with Abraham's 12 great-grandsons. Abraham begot Isaac, Isaac begot Jacob, Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel, begot 12 sons. Ezra provides us the genealogy of each tribe and the boundaries of their territory. Verse 3 starts to list the family of Judah. Following the genealogy down to verse 12, you find a man named Jesse, and he had seven sons, the youngest of which was a shepherd boy named David. Of course, David became king of Israel and heir to the promised Messiah. One other of the sons of Judah gets special treatment in chapter 2. That's Caleb. One of the 12 spies Moses sent to scope out the promised land. 10 of the spies brought back gloom and doom. Victory was impossible. There were giants in the land. Only Caleb and Joshua believed in God. Their positive assessment was laced with faith. Israel could take the land if they trusted in their mighty God. Verse 18 through 55 traces the genealogy of Caleb's family. And that was from... Pastor Sandy Adams. If you want to click on over to my blog, you can click on the link on his name and you can check out the whole message on um, 
uh, First Chronicles, actually chapter one through 10. We'll be hearing more from him in the next few, well, actually throughout this whole First Chronicles. All right, leading now leading us to Jesus Messiah. So what's interesting in all of this are the names and the country. So these two chapters, along with Pastor Sandy's explanation, brings to light all the countries in the world that are in the news right now. Many of these are the ones that will be in the Ezekiel 38 war, the Gog and Magog. And I did a piece on that. Who are the major players today in the Gog Magog war? Well, who could be the major players? <clears throat> the Messiah's lineage goes from Abraham to David. In the coming chapters, we'll get through the rest of the kings of Judah. The two books of Chronicles were, the origin, uh, were originally one long book with the whole history of Judah, uh, Judah from Abraham to, Nehemiah, uh, to Nehemiah. It's uh, It's a recap and retelling of some, as well as adding a few stories that the writers of the other Old Testament books missed. It's also worth noting that it skips over the ugly stuff. I guess Ezra wanted to focus on God and his goodness throughout the history of the Jews. 70 years of exile didn't interfere with the royal lineage of David. Because of Jesus, we are all children of Abraham through faith. The book of Hebrews ties the Old Testament faithful people to Jesus Messiah, who is our high priest. The lineage from David to Jesus Messiah had to be preserved through wars, sin, idolatry, and the judgment of the exile. For Jesus to be the Messiah, his lineage had to match up with these records. That's what makes this book of Chronicles so important. And please click on back over to my to my blog, or if you want to search in the podcast um, uh, archives for Matthew chapter one, and then Luke chapter three. <clears throat> now, do you know Jesus the Messiah? If you're not sure if you're saved or not, if you truly want to be born again and have the assurance of salvation, receive the Holy Spirit and get a one-way nonstop ticket to heaven after you die, or that you won't be left behind at the rapture, which can happen in any moment, what you have to do is invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift of grace and confident hope of eternal life. If you don't know what to say, you don't know what to do, there's a prayer in the show notes, or you can click on over to my blog and click where it says um, how to know Jesus. And at the bottom of today's blog, I embedded a video from um, the Bible Project on an overview of Chronicles. Kind of helps you understand what all this is about. Um, Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times, but know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. 
anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, the Lord isn't really being slow about his promise as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.